is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'll introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We've got a full house today. It's warm out there, too, isn't it? It is beautiful. Mm. Yes. Beats that cold stuff, let me tell you. Yeah. I hear more and people, more and more people pledging, I will not complain, not even once during the summertime. <laughs> Boy, seemed like winter just wasn't going to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're pushing 90 today here at the <sighs> studios, which is nice. Mix that with 183% humidity. Oh, my gosh. And it's Houston. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not quite that bad, y'all. It is a little warm out there, though, a little warm. Warmer than what we've been, golly, whew, thank goodness. I was getting worried I was going to have to pull my winter clothes back out, you know, that oh. one sweatshirt and one pair of long pants, those jeans I've got. Oh, just rub it in, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm looking like, oh, we've got to put away the boots and the, you know, i got to take the heavy coats to the cleaners and you're talking about your single sweatshirt. Oh. <laughs> yes, winter clothes. tough down here getting winter clothes, man. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh-huh. Now, um, last week, Cheryl, we talked about the Hannah Swinson movie, Mysteries. Yes. Or the week before, somewhere in there, I don't know. We were kind of joking back and forth about needing to do one of her recipes. Well, for all y'all that are Swinson fans, I'm sure you know that the uh, her last book out was the Red Velvet Cookie Murders. Mm-hmm. Or Murder or something like that. So, guess what recipe we have today? Tell. The red velvet cake cookie recipe. Ooh. We're going to be making the, her red velvet her red velvet cookies, I guess you could call them. I don't believe they're red velvet cake cookies. I think they're red velvet cookies. Mm-hmm. From looking at the ingredients, there's not a cake that goes into it that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a good book. It's a good read. It's her typical Hannah Swinson. I really like it. I like... Uh, I think I like... Um, I think I like her dating Norman better than Mike. Norman seems like a nicer guy. Yeah, yeah, I think I so mean, too. Um, but if some people like Mike, I like Norman. I think he's a little <laughs> more balanced. <laughs> and and I mean, even though Mike tends to do sort of the rescuing, um, yeah, I think Norman is. As well, you that's said, just because. See, if if Hannah wouldn't, if we could just jump over chapter twenty-eight, that would never happen because it's always in chapter twenty-eight. It seems like where Hannah gets separated from the pack. 
Uh, and then over the murderer. That's who I know. Whoever she's alone with, I'm like, wow, really? That's the murderer? Okay, let's see how this works out. You know, because it's like, oh. <laughs> I, I think we've read too many books. <laughs> yeah, I read. I started reading them all in order. Oh, my gosh. They were very good. I found a mistake in 17, so we'll see if anybody else can find it if they've read all the books, too. Uh-oh. It goes back to something that was mentioned in, like, 15, I think. Mm-hmm. 15 or 16, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But um, one of those, she there's a contradiction in terms. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> but I won't, say no, I won't no. say no more. But, yeah, red velvet. Mm, I like red velvet cake anyway. Love it. At Christmas, I do a thing with a red velvet cake. I'll bake it in rounds, and then I'll bake a white cake, and I'll put uh, green food coloring in it so it's red and green. Oh, and then nice. I you know, a, a, a cream cheese frosting, and you break up some little uh, peppermints and put in it. Mm-hmm. And use it to ice it so it looks all Christmassy. You know, you can put green and red little sugar sprinkles on the frosting, too, once you get it all frosted if you want. Wow. And then they cut into it. It's all red and green inside. It's really cool because you alternate the layers. Mm-hmm. So you make, it, you make it four tall. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So it's a big, tall, cool cake when they slice into it. <laughs> that sounds yummy. How come yeah, we, we haven't done that? That would be. Uh, we we have done that on the show. Did we do that one? Yeah, way oh. back, long time ago, oh. a couple of three decades ago. Look at that! Uh, my memory is just slipping away. I tell you, away. it's been a long time. Well, golly, we're old now. <laughs> you this know? is true. This is, but not that too. That reminds old. me, man. That that reminds me. There was a story that I read where these this elderly couple had realized they were. Um, how do they say it? they were uh, they they were noticing each other that they weren't able to remember like they used to be able to do when they were younger. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they've been married 50 some years. So they went to the doctor and the doctor's like, look, there's nothing really wrong. It's just old age. You mm-hmm. know what happens? Your brain's kind of deteriorating a little bit. And they're like, oh, man, OK. So he suggested to help them remember stuff that they write stuff down. They get them both notepads, get each, you know, and, and write stuff down so they'll remember. Mm-hmm. And um they're sitting there watching TV, and the husband stands up, and the wife goes, where are you going? And he goes, I'm going to the kitchen. She goes, oh, bring me some ice cream. And he goes, okay. She goes, you need to write it down? And he goes, no, I can remember. I'm just going to the kitchen. So she goes, with nuts. He goes, okay. Do you need to write that down? And she, he's like, no, I'm just going in the kitchen. You want ice cream with nuts? And she goes, ah, and a cherry on top. You better write that down. He's like, I got it. You want ice cream with nuts and a cherry on top? Yeah, okay, I'll be right back. He goes in the kitchen. About ten minutes later, he comes back and he sets her a sets a you know a platter down in front of her, and it's got bacon and eggs and a cup of coffee. <laughs> and she looks at it and she says, "You forgot my toast." <laughs> 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 oh shoot! All right, all right, we'll be right back, y'all. Cooking in the dark, making Hannah Swinson's red velvet cookies. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. Hey, y'all. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Our, I am ready to rock and roll here. We're going to have some fun. I'm going to get this butter going here. i got to cream some butter, y'all. I'll, be, I'll talk about that quest in just a second. We're gonna, I'm hungry for these cookies, and here I am just talking, talking, talking. I know. I know. I'm just shocked. Can't imagine that. Shocked. So I'm using a, a stand mixer, y'all, and um, while I get this butter... And sugar's creaming. We're going to have Cheryl read you the recipe. Right. Sugar, some brown sugar. 
I'm giving it away, aren't I? Okay, I'll be quiet. Go ahead. Really? Can I can I read the list now? <laughs> Wait, are you sure? Are you sure? Hurry. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ingredients. So you need two one-ounce squares of unsweetened chocolate. Um, if you don't have that, you can substitute making one ounce of um, unsweetened chocolate equals three tablespoons of unsweetened cocoa and, and one tablespoon of butter. Butter or oil or some other some type of fat. Fat. There you go. Um, then you also need for this recipe half a cup of butter, which we know is one stick. One stick. Thank you for playing. You have advanced to the next round. Um, you need also two-thirds cup of brown sugar. It says firmly packed. A third of uh, granulated sugar. Third of a cup. Third of a cup. Did I skip that one? I didn't. Yeah, you. I did, I we did. We were um, a third of them. That's oh, all right. That's not good. Well, I mean, look, you make one mistake for every 496 of mine. Uh, <laughs> we need half a teaspoon of baking soda, half a teaspoon of salt, one large egg, a tablespoon of red food co coloring, three quarters cup uh, sour cream, and here we go, two cups of flour. It says... Pack it down in the cup when measured. Yeah, this, with the flour, you can go ahead and just pack it down. You don't have to, like, leave it all frilly and nice, right. fluffy. Right. In fact, you do want to pack it down. That'll give you a little, just uh, um, makes it work good. So I'm, I'm taking oh, the two-thirds of, oh, wait. we're not done? No. One final ingredient, one cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips, which is a six-ounce packet. Yeah, six-ounce. You can get a six-ounce bag. Right. That is one cup of chocolate chips. Sorry, I was concentrating on putting the lid back on my sugar. <laughs> All right. You can see. Don't give me gum. Expect me to do the show. <laughs> so, yes. You're, okay. It's all yours. All yours. All right. So, we're going to cream together our one-third cup sugar mm -hmm. and our two-thirds cup brown sugar, firmly mm -hmm. packed. Right. With one cup of, or a half a cup of butter, excuse me, one stick. Mm-hmm. And just, we're just, I've got this in the stand mixer. We've got it on about medium. We're just going to let it roll right. for about a minute or so. Now, one thing, I, I, a lot of us probably don't do this when we make recipes and cookies, but we don't add them in sequence. And if anything else, one thing I've really learned from reading these books is that um, I enjoy the methodology, the way she goes about making the recipes. I enjoy the way that, that Joanna Fluke writes those so that we can, you know, we can learn from her, you know, how she goes about making these recipes. And this is why this is such a great, great little recipe here. It's been about a minute. We're good here. Because she gives you step-by-step -step directions in the book. Okay, first Hannah creams this together, and she, you know, wipes down the bowl. And then right. and she tips. doesn't throw everything in the bowl all at once. Right. And, I mean, even in this recipe, I mean, for instance, you're using your favorite stand mixer, Right. And it said right. here in the recipe, it said, electric mixer preferred. Using by hand can be done, of course, but it takes a little bit of muscle, <laughs> I think she said. So Yes. So it's written really cutely, and that's the way it's written in books also. So next we're going to add our half of a teaspoon of baking powder. Mm -hmm. No, sorry, baking soda, excuse me. Soda. Soda. Soda pop. Gosh, we were talking about that book the other day. The what? Outsiders. Oh. And we want to add in that. We want to add in our half teaspoon of salt. And then we want to mix it again. I'm just 
pour in a little salt. There we go. What's really nice about the recipes when they're written this way is the, they're written in the, your ingredients are listed in the order you'll use them. Did you line them up? I mean, did you sort of... Yeah, I kind of lined them up across the counter. Mm -hmm. So we've gone from our sugar, and that way I know once you're done with that ingredient, you can put it away. Yeah. So let me do that right now. Okay, turn that down. All right, give me a little spatula here. A little scraper. We're going to do some scraping. Scrape this off the, our mixture off the beaters. Kind of scrape it down in the bowl. All right, so what do we got now? We've got our egg in here. We've got our salt. We've got our baking soda. Our powdered, no, not powdered sugar, regular sugar. <laughs> a third of a cup of that. Two-thirds of a cup of brown sugar. All right. And now you can add in the, the food coloring. Okay. And we need to add what just a couple, three drops of red food coloring. Right, about a, I think, was it a tablespoon? Yeah. And then you just, you mix that for about 30 seconds. Okay. Let me get that mixed in. Mix it up, mix it up. Now we've got to add a little sour cream. What do we need there? About three fourths of a cup. Um, hmm. I should check. I should check. Are we gonna do the um, the cocoa and the, the and cocoa the and the chocolate? Yeah. When does that go in? Now. Now. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we're not going to melt the chocolate, as you can obviously see. We're going to make our own. All right. So we need about three tablespoons of unsweetened cocoa powder and then one tablespoon of butter. Okay, and that calls for two. And that equals two one ounce. Right. That, that, the recipe calls for two one ounce, so we have to do this twice. Right. So I suppose six tablespoons of unsweetened cocoa butter and our cocoa powder sorry and mm. two tablespoons of butter or some other fat having to dig down here to my perfect mixing bowls cool So we need um, six tablespoons of cocoa, unsweetened. Mm -hmm. Woo, I'm sure we've all done I want chocolate. Oh, yes. You won't like it. I want chocolate. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Woo, unsweetened cocoa. That's a horrible surprise. It really is. It really is. And and I've got to say, I found like some of the real intensely dark chocolate, which is n not my taste. Oh, and bless Candace's heart. She was taking all her kids that did, um, they had to take this reading 
or I mean, uh, it was uh, it was a, a writing exercise type thing. Mm-hmm. And whoever made a perfect score was going to get ice cream with chocolate and sprinkles on it. Mm-hmm. Whoever got a three instead of a four was going to get ice cream. Okay. If you got a two or a one, you didn't make it. Uh-oh. So you weren't going to get anything. Wow. So she went in, took her ice cream in. She only had like four or five of them that didn't make it. But um, <laughs> when she got there, she went and picked up the little things of, you know, little ice cream things. And um, got the, you know, she grabbed the chocolate syrup and we left. We were kind of in a hurry. <laughs> she didn't realize until the next day, some little girl, I don't like this chocolate. <laughs> and it was dark chocolate with, it was York. So it was peppermint oh. patty tasting. It was dark chocolate with peppermint. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, poor kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Life's a bummer. Okay, I've just put two tablespoons of um, butter mm-hmm. in here. Now we're going to add our cocoa. And the cocoa, we're going to need six. Six tablespoons, yes. Tablespoons. Let me put my butter away since I'm done with it real fast. I always try to keep my work area where I'm con- constructing, constructing and conducting to be kind of... Try to keep it free of as much stuff as we can. Yeah. Okay, girl. I just had the cocoa. There it is. <laughs> Where the hell did I put it? <laughs> All right. Okay, six tablespoons flat. Just level them off. One. Two. Might have to borrow somebody's toe. <laughs> Three. Four. Now, I got this substitution off of um, five, off of a, uh, off the internet, which was kind of helpful. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I know there's a substitute for that, but I couldn't remember what the ratio was. And there's also all types of great substitutions in case of, uh, you know, a recipe calls for something fresh. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't have it, and you, but you've got, you know, the the, the, the like spices. The, right, the dried ingredients. Yeah, you've got the dried. So there, there are substitutions. Get a little spoon here. Just kind of mix all this up together. And there we go. So that's sort of like a... It's not totally liquidy, but it's not solid either, right? It's no, like melted. no. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty quick, easy little substitute. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about you, man, but oh, burning chocolate is not fun. No. It, it lingers, and it's a horrible smell. <laughs> oh, gosh. As I know from experience. <laughs> yes. I think that's all you've got to do is mention burnt chocolate. It's kind of like burnt popcorn. Yeah, yeah, that lingers yeah. too. <laughs> now we've got our chocolate in. Let's mix this up for about a minute. Get the oven preheated here. 
3-5-0. Okay. So now we're going to need to scrape down our bowl. Then we're going to add our sour cream. Uh-uh-uh. No? No, no. I think you want to add your flour first. Okay. I want to get my sour cream added before these people up here in the front get it. <laughs> so you want to do like one cup of flour first at sort of a low speed, and then you do the second cup of flour, and then add sour cream. Okay. Yeah. I know. It's sort of intriguing. It, it's a little different, isn't it? We're so We've done a lot of recipes where you do all the wet ingredients, and then you do all the dry ingredients, and then you put everything together, and it, this is interesting. Yeah, and this is really the way you're supposed to do a lot of recipes, is, you know, add, you don't add all the ingredients at one big old time. Right. So I need two cups of packed down flour, so that's what I'm doing. Right. So you're pushing the flour, packing the flour down into the measuring cup. Right. So, you, so you'll do one cup at a time. Right. So in goes one cup. I want to come out because you've packed it down in there. <laughs> now I'm going to set it off on low. Yeah. And then as it gets incorporated, we will turn it up a little bit. Let me start working on my other cup of flour here. And I'm just going down deep into the flour with the measuring cup, coming up. And then holding my hand still over, well, holding actually the measuring cup over the uh, flour canister. I'm just pressing it down until it's flush, full to the top. Okay. Let me scrape this down. Yeah, it actually throughout the directions it's like mix, scrape down the sides, mix, you know. Add, add add another ingredients. Mix, scrape down the size. Yeah. Add another ingredient. I just make sure everything gets incorporated well. Yeah. Yeah. Not only are books really fun reads, but they're very, very. I guess they teach. You know. Mm. There's one where she's teaching a. I forget which book it is, but um, she's teaching a class for a friend of hers at the the local high school, like an adult continuing education thing, you know, a cooking class. Right. So it's really cool to see some of the problems they come up with, because they're testing all these recipes out for mm -hmm. what's going to be the Lake Eden cookbook. And, um, you know, they're like wanting to make sure the recipes are good and all that before they publish them and put them out. So that was really cool. Okay, now our dough is pretty well mixed up. We're pretty much real crumbly. Right. It's not even more, you know how sometimes a cookie dough is kind of sticky? Mm -hmm. This is very crumbly here. Well, and again, that's because we've added a lot of dry, and now we're going to add a little more wet with the sour cream. Right, so and that's... it's three quarters of a cup? Yes. For this one, I'm just going to use my quarter cup. Measuring cup three times. Plus, it'll fit down in the sour cream a little bit easier. In the sour cream tub. <laughs> understood, understood. Okay, one plop. Two plop. Let me get the third one here. 
I've got a little bit on my hands, so I want to keep my hands, as Hannah says, impeccably clean. Uh. <laughs> With your impeccably clean hands, press the dough down. <laughs> okay. Now we've about got our dough mixed. All right. Drop this down in here. Lock the head down. Yeah, and as stiff as that dough was, y'all, doing it by hand, woo, it would be a workout. <laughs> she was correct. There you go. Now we're going to want to cut in our chocolate chips as soon as this gets mixed up. Right. There you go. It does says mix in the chocolate chips by hand. Yeah. That'll be easier after putting this sour cream in. The dough will be a little bit softer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to use the electric mixer because you'll end up cutting and breaking, breaking up your chocolate chips. Right. Okay. Let's see how we're doing here. Oh, yeah, this is nice. Now it feels like cookie dough. Oh, much better, much better. And if it's a little sticky like this is, what we might need to do is just take it and uh, put it in the refrigerator. Just let it chill for a little bit. So let me get the chocolate chips mixed in. And we will do just that. So in in the it says you can maybe chill it up to thirty minutes. What do you think? Yeah, I think that'll be good. Mm -hmm. That'll give us time to go roam around with the crowd. Hang out. They would like that. Hi. Yeah. Go yeah. bug them, as we like to call it, interacting. I was going to say, bugging, no, no, we love chatting with our audience. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I like bugging them. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Hey. Hey, look here. Hey. Oh, I thought I made that opening bigger. Okay, I'm just dumping in our six-ounce bag of chocolate chips, which is one cup. And let me get my spoon here. We're just going to kind of fold these in. By that, I'm just taking the dough on the outside of the bowl. I'm kind of lifting up with the spoon and then just pressing it back down into the middle of the bowl. It's pretty sticky and gooey. Mm -hmm. If you want to wash your hands and get into it and do it with your hands, go ahead. Just remember, it's going to be sticky and gooey, and it'll probably cost you three or four cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so again, this is working out well. Just kind of, again, pushing down into the middle, lifting out from the outside edge, just pushing down, just kind of rolling it around. That'll get those chocolate chips incorporated really well. Okay. All right, Cheryl, we've got this mixed up. I'm going to toss this in the fridge and let it chill just for a few minutes. And then we'll be right back. We'll do the old baking the cookies. And we'll show you this little interesting 
methodology that she has on baking these cookies. It's pretty cool. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to a Cooking in the Dark show all about cookies. Hannah Swinton cookies. Yes. Cookie jar cookies. Yes. <laughs> all right. We're going to um, tear off a sheet of aluminum foil here. Put it in our pan. And she recommends leaving an edge of it to where crimped or something where you can get to it. So what we're going to do, as soon as these come out, we're just going to pull the foil out and put it right on top of our cooling rack and let the cookies cool. Next batch goes in the oven. While they're in the oven, these are cooling. When the other ones come out, you just trade them off. Right, right. Now I just sprayed down the foil with uh, some vegetable spray. Let's get our cookie dough out. Now one thing that they mention in her books is using a two scoop, it's actually a two tablespoon scoop, excuse me, two tablespoon cookie scoop. <laughs> so I guess uh. it's like a little ice cream. I've never seen one. Right. And in reading her books is the first time I'd even heard of them. But it sounds pretty cool. So we're going to be pulling out the dough here. It's kind of sticky still. And about um, a tablespoon, I mean a teaspoon full size. And I'm just using my fingers as the finger method. About two, I'm putting about two fingers between each of these. Since I'm over here at this edge of the pan, two there, two there, two there. Very good. She says in a normal, like, 9 by 13 cookie sheet, mm -hmm. you'll get about four rows by three of cookies. So about a dozen per sheet. And again, I'm just continuing to scoop out in a, in a, a teaspoon. <laughs> now, if you get it wet which I'm going to do, it'll help you. Sweat it a little bit. And then when you scoop in, the dough won't stick to it as readily. Okay. And then when you notice the dough starting to stick to it a little bit, just go ahead and just um, wet it down again. How about them apples? That, that makes a lot of sense. There you go. That's very good. Okay. Oh. Yep. I was going to tell you something I, I actually did. What did you actually do? I participated in my first 5K race. Nice. All right. Although I didn't race. <laughs> okay. I, I've got to say, in all honesty, I ended up doing more like a quick march. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, but it's a start. I figure at least I, I did it. You made it. I did finish. And the kids in the after-school program went with me. Oh, cool. They walked too? Yeah. One one actually walked and ran. Uh, one did a, a mile instead of the 5K. 
Okay. And the others, we all sort of walked together. The 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 two or the older ones sort of strolled. <laughs> okay. It's like, hey guys, did you see the part that says race? <laughs> right. But, Man, that was fun for them, I bet. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was such a beautiful day. I mean, it was a beautiful day. We had. We had wonderful guides. My guide was actually a guy who ran the Boston Marathon. Um, we had uh, high school track, um, just uh, you know, track runners who acted right. as guides, um, and and just it was it was so nice. It was really fun. So well, that's awesome. We're gonna keep going. Okay. We'll see if there are other races the kids might want to join, like in the fall. And, yes. Uh, and we'll do that. And uh, I bet there will be. Oh, there are tons of races. It's going to more be sort of, you know, depending on schedules and what we can do and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, we're going to slide these in. Our timer needs to be set for 9 to 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. And then while this batch is baking, okay, there we go, 10 minutes. While this batch is baking, we'll go ahead and prepare the next pan. Then when our next tray comes out, you know, when these cookies in the oven come out, we'll put on another sheet of foil, put more cookies on it, and just continue the cycle. Once the cookies cool completely, then we'll take them and put them in an airtight container. I'm quite sure they'll be gobbled up before the band even gets done playing. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Okay. little vegetable spray. Okay. Just try to cover the whole thing. Here we go again. Ooh, let me get my spoon wet here. These, again, I'm putting, I'm just using about two fingers of spacing. Mm -hmm. Now, I've got big fingers, so if you're uh, more of a petiter person, a smaller person, you might want to, basically it's about an inch and a half or so that I'm leaving between them. So that'll give them a little bit of room to expand. Ooh, okay, getting pretty sticky now. How many cookies do you think this dough makes? Um, we're about, I don't know. I've got a dough, I'd say it makes about four or five dozen. Oh my goodness, wow. So that's why this technique of like putting the the foil down and then once it comes out just take lifting that off and putting that on. Yeah. There. And you can use if you sense. have parchment paper, you can use that too. Yeah. Of course you can make the cookies a little bigger. You could. And make less, you know, anyway. There are lots of options. But this works just as nicely. Yeah, this works very well. Just got to kind of pick your system. If you want to go across the cookie sheet, putting your dough down first, or if you want to go, you know, up or down, I guess, if you start at the top, and you can go three down, then go over and make another roll three down. I'm going across. I've got a little bigger cookie sheet. I've got a 12 by 16, so I'm able to get, um, still doing about three rows up and down. I don't really want them to be pinched to the edges right? to where they might expand and then actually end up sticking to the edge of the pan. Mm -hmm. 
the side of it. Okay. Getting a little sticky. There we go. Okay, so now pretty much we're just waiting on... Whoop, I got a hole there. Put a couple more on this one, Cheryl. Just we're waiting on our first batch to come out. Right. And then we'll shove the second batch in. And we'll kind of demonstrate just the cycle for everybody. And one thing that's kind of cool with these, you can take these cookies once they're baked and roll, you know, put them in, in a roll, if you will. Stand them on edge and just kind of line them up in some aluminum foil and roll them up. And then put them in a, uh, you know, a plastic Ziploc bag and they'll freeze well. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Kind of like we used to do with our um, Girl Scout cookies, because you'd order so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> freeze them. Right. Okay, so I'm going to put my dough back in the fridge. Let it chill. We've got about three minutes left on the cookies. Cheryl, why don't you go ahead and read the recipe again, and then we'll, uh, should be about ready to take these guys out. Alright, so I'm going to go from the tip tippy top of the recipe. It says red velvet cookies, preheat oven to 375, rack in the middle. So here we go. We need two one ounce squares of unsweetened chocolate. If you don't have that, you can make uh, one ounce of unsweetened chocolate equals three tablespoons of cocoa butter plus one tablespoon of butter or some other type of fat. You need half a cup of butter. That's one stick of butter. You need two-thirds cup of brown sugar firmly packed. You need half a cup of uh, granulated sugar. You need half a teaspoon of baking soda. You need half a teaspoon of salt, one egg, one tablespoon red food coloring, and then you need three quarters cup of sour cream, two cups of flour packed down in the cup when measured, and last but not least, your one cup of semi-sweet chocolate chip. And right, then, which is a, just a six-ounce bag, y'all. Right. And what, what we didn't do is if you actually weren't going to substitute and you had the two, um, the two ounces of unsweetened chocolate, uh, what you would do to add those to this recipe is you would basically melt the unsweetened chocolate in the microwave. Um, and here it says it takes about 90 seconds. I would suggest you do it in, like, Burst. So you do maybe 30 seconds and check and see how it looks, and then do another 30 second seconds. And if you think you need another 30 seconds, maybe do it, but check just because there's nothing worse, as we've said before, than burnt chocolate. Burnt chocolate. Yeah. That will be crazy. Yeah, and chocolate too will keep its form, which I mean for us being blind we've got to touch it and feel it anyway mm -hmm. but sometimes when you melt chocolate down like that it look like it hasn't melted at all chocolate chips the same way and then whoa what a surprise when you realize hmm <laughs> <laughs> it did melt when yeah. it's burnt yeah so i i what would you use dale i mean maybe not your fingers but like a oh just you could just press on it with a spoon yeah. and you could you can feel the if it's if it's melted it's going to be super soft mm -hmm. you know if it's not you'll be able to fill the hard little places in it if any still exists there okay we should be pretty close to those coming out but 
with that recipe, you cream your together your butter with your sugars, your third cup white sugar, and your um, two-thirds of packed brown sugar. And after that, you go ahead and add in your baking soda and your salt and your egg, and then mix that up together for about a minute or so. Scrape down the sides of the bowl. Then you want to come back and add in your chocolate mixture versus you know whether you melted it and did it that way or if you did it the way we did it by substituting the three tablespoons of cocoa. Oh, there's our buzzer. Three tablespoons of cocoa for the and the, the butter. One tablespoon of butter for the chocolata. Then after that, you mix in your flour. You want to mix your flour in about a cup at a time. And then after each addition, mix it up well. Then you know scrape this down the bowl, add the, the other. And then at the end there, you add in your... Mm, these smell delicious. Wow. Add in your sour cream, mix it all up, stir in by hand your chocolate chips, and then do like we're doing now, put them out on cookie sheets with foil. Now I'm just tipping the cookie sheet up. I'm grabbing the foil in my right hand at the very right side of my cooling rack. Okay, And basically I'm just going to pull the pan out from underneath and my cookies boop, fall right on my cooling rack. There they are. We'll just let them sit there and cool. While they're sitting there cooling, we're going to slide in our other pan of cookies. While those cookies are in baking, we'll put another piece of foil on this pan, put the cookies on it, you know, spray that, spray it down with, with vegetable spray, put our cookies on it, and then bake them again. And again, we're baking at 375, y'all for about 9 to 11 minutes. So let's slide this rack in. Dish your pan. And the reason she suggests the middle rack is so that you get a good even temperature, a good even bake. Uh, you can do the old rotating method where you put a pan in the bottom. After five minutes, you move it to the top of the oven. Put in another rack of cookies. Here we go, 10 minutes. You know, put in another pan of cookies. And then um, after, you know, after another five minutes, your rack on top are done. Pull those out, move your next rack up, put another rack in. You know what I mean? So you've always got two pans of, two pans of cookies. When I say rack, I'm sorry, I mean pans. Pull Anyway, that will work. All right, Cheryl, we got cookies, girl. I'm going to pull off some more foil here. So after the show, feel free to come over and help me bake cookies. Anytime. All right. Bring me some wine, too. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm Dale Campbell. She's Cheryl Cummings. This is Cooking in the Dark. Today, man, we made Hannah Swenson's Red Velvet Cupcake, or just Red Velvet Cookies. Hey, I'm just touching these cookies. They came out nice, Cheryl. They're about, um, goodness, about bite size. <laughs> about um, an inch and a half or so in diameter. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really nice. Beautiful. Okay. She's Cheryl. I'm Dale. This is Cooking in the Dark. We'll talk to you all next week. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.